Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encourages you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Tough to watch because sometimes we Hollywood react what this sacrifice was and we come to church day in and day out and we hear about the cross and we hear about the tomb and we hear about all that but sometimes it's good for us to remember the remember what he went through let me just kind of go down some of the stuff he went through he was backstabbed embarrassed he was mocked he was spat on crown of thorns on his head as blood comes down his face whipped on his back and his legs chunks of skin and meat ripping from his body dragged through the dirt brought in front of the people who at one point were celebrating him and now are screaming crucify him given a cross to carry half a mile up a hill in Golgotha to his death put on a cross with nails that were five inches long driven in his hands and his feet hung on a cross for six hours in front of his family and friends and next to two criminals the peak of embarrassment and pain but Jesus hung because of love and the redemption of our sins the one that had no sin became sin takes his last breath and says it is finished the veil was broken in the temple but and we've put in a borrowed tomb Jesus the Messiah left alone in death all of that to lead us to where we are today where we are today the description I just given you was a gruesome one but at times it's good to have the weight of the sacrifice on us to remind us what the hope we have in him where history stopped where it went from BC to AC and, and in Jesus, the Messiah, dead Friday, everyone lost their hope. And if I'm honest with you, many believers, uh, many believers stay in the Friday mindset and never enter into Sunday. We, we live a life that is hopeless and we, we see our circumstances and we see our issues and we see our sins and we, we see the bills that are not getting paid. We, we see all these things and we live in a mindset of Friday without hope. But I'm here to tell you that Sunday changed everything. Sunday changed everything and there should be a different kind of excitement in us because Jesus is not on that cross anymore he is alive he is not dead he is alive and that's why we're here to celebrate that resurrection because other people came that thought that they were the Messiah other other gods uh, gods came and they thought but guess what they're dead but our God lives 
forevermore. And if you go here in Luke chapter 24, verse 1 and 8, and then we're going to skip to 50 and 53, it gives the description of what this day was. On verse 1, it says, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices that they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away uh, from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of Jesus, the Lord. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that were gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down to their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for living living among the dead he is not here he is risen remember how he told you this is where they say hey hey you remember when he told you that when you really wasn't listening you know when you were when you're growing up and your parents tell you something but you really didn't listen but then something happens they're like remember i told you that this is what they're saying remember what he said, what he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the man, uh, the son of man must be delivered among the hand of the sinners, be crucified. On the third day, he will rise again. And then they remember these words. And then in verse 50, it says, when he led them out to the vicinity of um, Bethany, he lifted his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken to the heavens and they were there rejoicing. So here's the thing I want you to know today. He got up, which that because he got up from that tomb, we are also able to get up in our life. What is that? What does that mean today? Well, when when Jesus said, when they said, Hey, didn't you remember what he said? What does that mean? It means this for you today. Jesus' word is true, and he's a man of his word. And whenever he says it, you can believe it. Whatever he, he declares over your life, you can believe it. Because if he told them, hey, this was going to happen, and he's walking fulfillment of this, you can trust him at his word. So the day that death was defeated, resurrection prevailed in victory. And we see here in the promise that he gives us in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, how we now need to activate because of his sacrifice what we can obtain now. It says, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living where? In you. He who raised Christ from the dead is also give life to the mortal bodies because in his spirit who lives in what? You. So if he got up, you can get up as well. Have you, have you ever felt, you know, the power of death cannot hold you again. You can come alive again. Have you ever felt worthless? Have you ever felt hopeless, forgotten, passed over? You felt unqualified? Those are dead thinkings. Those are dead, but in the resurrection, when you have resurrection power on the inside, I, I might feel things, but resurrection makes me have the same power to rise up from my situation, from rise up from my depression. Depression wants to hold you down, but you have resurrection power on the inside. Lust might hold you down, but resurrection power is on the inside. You might deal with financial situations, and in this world there might be trouble, but there's a resurrection on the inside. There's a power on the inside that rose Jesus from the grave is in you as well. So we need to walk with a different kind of confidence. We need to, we need to speak a little different because the same power that rose him from the grave lives in me. So if he got up, I can get up as well. But there's some areas in our life that the enemy works and wants us to keep us down. But it's time for us as believers of Jesus Christ to get up from these things. Number one is this, get up from your condemnation. 
get up. There's so many believers that are stuck in their past where God has already redeemed you for your future. And if you see here, the women, the, the, the angels said it clearly to them. They were frightened and they put their face to the ground and they said this, why do you look for living among the dead? Ooh, that should get somebody hype right there. Because he's saying, they're saying basically, hey, why are you coming to dead places where you're supposed to be living? Why do you come back to these dead tombs in your life? Stop living in the past over and over again. It is dead. Stop going to dead tombs when God has raised you from those tombs to live and proclaim his wonderful name in this place. The enemy wants you to revisit the dead places in your life because he knows if you revisit the dead places, you can never live the resurrection power on the inside. That's why he comes and whispers and, and, and tries to haunt you in certain areas because he knows the power that God raised him from there is in you now. So what he wants you to do, he has the same play every, every time from the garden to now. He wants you to think that the power you have is not good enough. That, that, that what you have is not good enough. That there's grass greener on the other side. But the reality is this, the resurrection power is on the inside. So if I, if he got up, I can get up from these things. I don't need to live in my past anymore. I don't need to live in the dead places in my life. In John chapter 3 verse 17, it says it like this, For God did not send his son into this world to condemn the world, but in order the world might save through him. He didn't come. He's not waiting in heaven, waiting, holding a lightning bolt, ready for you to do something bad and be like, no, he came with all love and mercy. He didn't, he, he, if, here's the thing. If we continue to run back to the empty tombs, we're saying, God, your sacrifice is not enough. Because it says, it says this, for God did not send his son for these to condemn. Basically, he's saying like, this is worthless what you're trying to do. But he came for us to be saved in this world. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is no condemnation which is in Christ Jesus who walks, who not walk in the flesh, but what? In the spirit. It's time to live again. Stop going back to dead places and live the resurrection on the inside that God is already there. Number two, get up from hopelessness. Get up from hopelessness. Here's the thing. Hope is a perspective. You can either see the glass half full or what? Half empty. See, hope, you, you can look at the world and be like, it's hopeless. Or you can look at it and say, hey, I can be the light in the hopeless places. It's all perspective. You, you have to know that I, I don't lose my hope because of my circumstance. I'm not instantly um, denied. I'm not instantly putting God to the back burner because I seem a hopeless situation. Matter of fact, it takes guts and faith and, and faith to live hopeful in chaos. Listen, I don't know about you, but gas is crazy. I don't know about you, but the uh, 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 an apple is like $16 right now, okay? You go to the store, you go this place, you go this place. If you want to travel, you know, some people, I feel bad for the young people that are graduating college now because everybody wants to be like, I just want to travel the world. Guess what? You need a, a lot of money. And guess what? You guys are all in debt. <laughs> you ain't traveling. 
You're going to mama's house. It is chaotic out there. And it's so easy to live life hopeless. But with resurrection power on the inside, we don't look at our chaos and determine our identity. No, we look at the chaos and we tell our chaos who our God is. That's too much. Because there's too many people that are living, it's it's so much. Yes, save your money. Go to Eric. He knows how to save your money, okay? We can live hopeless or we can live life full of joy and have hope in our life. Romans chapter 15 verse 13 says, may the God, may God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in what? Believing so that the power of the Holy Spirit will abound abound in hope. Come up from hopelessness. Live life of hope. Because here's the thing, because he got up, you can get up. So that means we know the end of the story. You win. You win. The enemy has no hold. It might seem hard. It might seem unbearable. It might seem like life has slapped you in the face. But I'm here to tell you there's resurrection power on the inside. You can be in the midst of the chaos in life and still say there's a hope, there's a love, there's a peace, there's a joy that I have that is past all understanding. I'm going to look at this thing in a different perspective. I'm not going to live hopeless. I'm going to live hopeful because I know God has done it for me, the sacrifice that he's done for me, I can live a life full of hope in the midst of my chaos. Another thing that, that the enemy wants us to kind of be entangled up, but we need to get up from, is get up from approval. This is a great Resurrection Sunday message. Get up from approval. Where do you get your approval from? Some of you get your approval from your job. Some of you get your approval from your family. Good. Some of you get your approval from a, a relationship or a 401k or, or, or all these investments. Like you can get your approval for so many things, but sometimes you go to approval for certain things and you leave yourself empty. Empty. But what does it say? Seek first the kingdom of God. So that means your first approval is him. And then all things will come out. I'm not saying to like not do all those things and get your approval for other places, but I'm telling you that first you need to find your approval in him because he's the one that's orchestrating your life. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says everyone who believes that believes has God's approval through faith in Christ Jesus. He stamped it already. You are already approved. Stop going to empty tombs. Stop going to empty things. Those things will not satisfy you. But when you have Jesus' resurrection power, I don't have to stamp my approval on certain things. I'm already approved. By the cross, I'm already redeemed. By the cross, I'm already loved. By the cross, I'm already have joy. I already have fullness of joy. By the cross, there's a stamp of approval on your life. You do not have to live in places that are dead. You don't have to to go to places that are going to leave you empty. You are stamped and sealed by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The approval is not in the worldly things, but in the internal things, which is in Christ Jesus. You're already approved. You're already loved. You're already redeemed. And he loves you. He loves you. See, some of you have never heard the word love. Guess what? Jesus loves you. It is the simplest 
message I can give you. I mean, if that little description of like what he went through didn't touch your life, you need to you need to check your little checker. <laughs> because it let me say this. We've lost in our life and in the world and in church world the the thought of pain, the pain that he he felt. We we've made it too like bland. My man got beat. He got whooped. Like that me and my wife were talking about this the other day. It's like sometimes like I don't know how people not believe. There's like even science now is like proving the Bible right. So if we see what he did, we should be in every aspect of our life doing it unto God, leaving the pettiness aside, leaving the fear aside, and, and serving a God that is not dead but alive. And the last thing that I have for you today is get up from sleeping. See, some of you are just knocked out. <laughs> Not that the kids aren't sleeping. I can hear them right now. <laughs> they're good. Hey, they're fine. They're good. Hey, if you don't like that, we're looking for another building, okay? We, the, the offering bucket passed by, but we'll get it to you again. We're looking for, what, like a, a couple mil, you know? <laughs> we need a building. Um, but um, here's the thing. Get away from sleeping. The enemy wants you to shut your eyes to the resurrection power that you have on the inside. If he can lull you to sleep, the power on the inside cannot be activated. Here's the thing. Newsflash. Wake up. Stop listening to the lie of the enemy. Isaiah chapter 56 verse 10 says, His watchmen are blind. All of them are know nothing. All of them are mute to dogs, unbearable bark. Dreamers lying down who love the slumber. These watchmen were supposed to be watching over the town to see if the enemy was coming in, but they were asleep from doing their job. See, the enemy wants you to be asleep to the power of God. He wants you to be a little scared of the power of God because the, it's not, a, not a, like a scare like, boo, but a scare like, hey, if I really tap into this thing, I might have to change some things in my life. I, I might have to not hang out with those friends groups. What if the enemy is, 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 is putting you to sleep in the midst of just friendships? Opportunity. Listen, I'm not saying this, but you have to have a little bit of discernment in your life. Because if there's no discernment, you're just going to go here and just go here and then get leave all broken and hurt. But we have, to, we have to be awake of the schemes of the enemy. What the enemy wants you to accept is when you're asleep, then you're dead. There's no hope. You're done. But as we see here with, with Jairus' daughter, she was not dead. She was only asleep. She smelt dead. She laid there dead. No motion was there. But what did, God, what did Jesus say when he walked into the room? She's not dead. She's only sleeping. If you have breath in your lungs... You still have purpose in your heart. You can get up. You're not dead. You're not too far off. You're not unqualified. Get up and do what God has called you to do. Because Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says, For I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work is, will bring it to completion in the day of Christ Jesus. You are not dead. 
get up, be alive, and be who God's called you to be. It's time to wake up. It's time to live the resurrection power that's on the inside. Do not let the sacrifice go in vain. You have the power on the inside. It's time to get up. And as I close, let me explain this to you. Because he is risen. He is alive forevermore. He is risen over hell, death, and the grave. He is resurrection and the life. He is risen over every evil thing, every word that is spoken over you. He has he is risen over all insecurity that you're dealing with. He has risen over all principalities and powers that are trying to hold you back. He has snatched things death. He has eliminated the uh, the victory of death in our life. He is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. He has risen. There is nothing dead that is in you that can't come to life and be risen today in this place. There is resurrection power on the inside. So it's time to get up today. Condemnation can't hold you down because victory is in the get up. Hopelessness can't control you anymore because there's victory in the get up. Approval is not found in other things. No, it's found in the king of kings that conquered it all because there's victory in the getup. There's no more time to sleep on the things that God has called us to move forward in. It's time to get up. It's time to be woke and be who God's called us to be because there's victory in the getup. If he got up, I can get up as well. I can get up as well. He is victory in life. He holds tomorrow in his, in his hand. I'm confident that he got up. I can as well. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.